Hey, you're Devin. Yeah, what's up? Yo, have you heard uh, about the show Riverdale? I've definitely seen it. It's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. And, well, I think, yeah, it's a CW show, mm-hmm. but it's on Netflix along with Sabrina. That I've seen. Uh, I haven't, but I've heard about it. Um, well, there's this podcast based on the Archie comics and the history of the Archie comics called Riverdale High AV Club. It's hosted by Ezra and Megan, and they are siblings, and they're hilarious. They're very engaging with their audience, and they bring you into their shows with episodes titled Help, I Married a Goth, and This Podcast is a Distraction. These two humans, Ezra and Megan, bring some relief to the crazy stuff that's going on in the world today. I'm just glad they're not aliens. (laughs) We don't know that, dude. (laughs) Um, mixed in with the Riverdale High AV Club podcast is an occasional sideshow, a special edition called the RHS Public Access, where they talk about other Archie titles and popular media, like the ones that we just talked about, the Sabrina and Riverdale. This podcast can be enjoyed even if you don't know anything about the Archie comics. Very good. They bring, yeah, I mean, but they're funny because they talk about other stuff. Um, but they're so entertaining. It's funny. Um, you can find Riverdale High AV Club podcast on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Check out their website, RiverdaleHighAV.club or RHSAVClub.com. Find them on Instagram and Twitter at Riverdale High AV. Well, I'm definitely going to do that. All right, let's do it right now, actually. Pull it up. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Lovecraft Country After Show. This was episode I Am. I am. I'm your host, JP. I am. Over to the right, which you can't see, is Hurtis. What's up? And we got Devin Brown. Hola. And we got Anita D. I am Anita. I am Anita. So this episode was very... Um, Empowering. Yeah, it was very... Very positive. Very feminine. Very women, girl power. Is that what they say? They still say that girl power. It was beyond girl power. This I, was I like the feminine yeah. rising. Yeah, right I, like, I think saying girl power is a little bit uh, with demeaning. all like it's all ours. Like it's it's manipulating. <laughs> oh wow, I'm struggling with words. But uh, minimize. You're not. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's girl. It was. Power. It was. Yeah, so pussy think, riot. Yeah, that's there we I, go. We yes. just—I need to take it away. The yeah. episode. she's just going solo episode. Monologue. I'm D. Hey, can, we, can out. we roll it so we can kind of follow along? Yeah, I mean, if you don't sure. mind, let's do that. Just go ahead and talk. Because this was yourselves. all about Hippolyta. So, um, I was curious at the beginning our, um, when she had Diana at the lodge and the wreckage and she was digging through it and she found the fragment of the travel comic mm-hmm. was that from an episode that i'm like was i not I, paying attention or was that something they just filled so in? so if from the beginning of the journey george would always leave out oh. on his travels and his daughter gave and that was he but, had one with him but there at but, the house but did they actually go to the lodge and find it because i don't remember that Yes, they traveled to the lodge in the last episode, remember? No. Yeah. 
They don't. You, you, well, you know what? Wait, what's that confusion? It's all that cocaine. Yes. <laughs> my, I, look, it's been a struggle, and I've been working <laughs> with a few people um, at you know the church that's not far from my house. They do meetings every Wednesday. You know, the the counselor is pretty supportive. I haven't yet been assigned a, a mentor. Or is it a, men- a sponsor? A sponsor. Yeah. It's an, um, a Narcotics Anonymous sponsor. I mean. But anyways, <laughs> how many times are we gonna do this dance with her? This like, this is the fourth time, dude. Yeah, like I'm done. With he you. hasn't hit rock bottom yet. I'm done with you, bro. I, mean, I don't care. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Why are we enabling him? You're an enabler. We always it's, enable him. Let's stop bringing you know, cocaine to the it, podcast, it, Devin. Jeez. It takes a lot I'm of gonna money, have to have you come to an Al-Anon meeting with me. <laughs> mm. I'm willing. Oh, I mean. The worst part is that I have less money at the end of the week. You know, it's not like I'm actually in danger or anything. Oh God, can you imagine? Did anyone catch? I don't know where we're at in the format right now, but um, what did the orrery say? What was the inscription? And um, what does it mean? I wasn't really so making sense. I was really interested in that whole thing, and I, I don't want to spoil ahead, but. I think that the orrery and the whole beginning part of the journey that she was going through was all just a puzzle. Hmm. Like it, it later showed her doing calculations and it had the, the math and literally uh, oh, the right angle triangle um, just all over the place with random numbers. And she was spouting facts and not all of the facts that she was saying back to back had any relevance to each other, but we're not going to argue with that. Um, but yeah, I think it was all just a puzzle to see who was smart enough to figure it all out and to make it to the other side. That I, I get, I but there was like an actual, it seemed like there was an actual quote. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah. Like an actual, that's what I'm that's wondering. I was like, what was, was the, did anyone yeah. catch what that inscription I, I was? I read it and I didn't write it down. Ah, I don't like, write I'm trying down. to find it right now, but yeah, so yeah. She, she's really working herself into a frenzy trying to figure out how to unlock or get this orrery to um, show its power or to understand what this puzzle is. And she feels like it's very much connected to her um, loss of George in this mystery that she's still trying to uh, figure out. So... I just want to know what that yeah. damn thing says. And the best it says like part, something about time. Yeah, like time. There's the, a time yeah. in a season. But the best part is that there. Was I thought really you meant like the, the, the herb. Yeah. Okay. Time. There's always a time in my seasoning mix for <laughs> sure. Oregano. <laughs> but what's weird is that she just happened to find the orrery in the house after they bought it. In, Who's in she? The, uh, thank you. Hippa, hippa, uh, lady. H, lady H, hip, hip, uh, Hippolyta. If I have to say it, fine. Um, but yeah, she just happened to find it and decide to take it from the house that they bought. I know, and there was really no connection to George's death until she just it had to have been this, but she saw at the abandoned house in the rubble the uh, sunset. The light on that piece and of she log recognized it from the orb. You what I noticed in that, that scene, they did really good color correcting. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like all the scenes, all the cameras went from 
one scene to another, but they all kept the same color. It was yeah. really nice. Yeah. I've also they noticed do a really that they, good job. and they also use a lot of like really dull, like, I don't know if that was just because it was like the fifties. Yeah. They made it kind of vintage. They keep that vintage tone. Yeah. It almost has a, what do they call it? The special coloring they did well, for those shows back in the day. Um, Walking Dead. <laughs> no, the Technicolor. Sanford and Sons. Remember yeah. They called the Technicolor. So it kind of, tones down the well it did this episode did contrast when she went flying through uh yeah oh yeah enter what was that show that movie with uh, uh matthew In- mcconaughey interstellar, interstellar. Yeah. is that it what it was, was. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it confused. was so long but it was good though all right all right all right oh gosh <laughs> it actually interstellar felt too short when i watched it even though it was like six and a half hours like six that's it what did you see that right there? That's your mom. Was I gotta try to. I got. I gotta try to perfect a uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, it's hard to do because he's got a bit of a Texas accent. Every beginning is. Yeah. I'm like that's like four, well four, four, four guys. What? That's like four different impressions. <laughs> and it had. I could do Statham, Jason Statham. <laughs> the British guy? <laughs> he's Australian. The, oh, okay. the driver guy? Yeah, I think he's from Australia, isn't he? I don't think so. I think he's an English man. It, Look it up. It, he's uh, so Among Us is now young Jamie on the No sponsorship, of course, uh, but I meant to close that earlier. So there she is. Okay, so she's she. they go to the house. She finds the piece of the travel guide comic. She's really distraught. They go back to this place. Are they at a I feel so hotel bl- or something? And then she had thrown the orrery on the floor. And now she's seeing the same symbol, that little half-sun symbol. And then all of a sudden, she figures out how to open it. Like, it's just, oh. like So we start seeing yeah. the depth of her, her, she, her she intellect. Is she's a mathematician. Yeah. She's an literally a genius and an astrologist. She's a genius. Sorry, astronomist. Wow, astronomer. astronomer. Thank you. Okay. I said astrologist as if no, that's there's real. She's an Aquarius. <laughs> Thank um, you. It's an astrophysicist. Astrophysicist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she doesn't have the degree, I think, but she definitely. Has. Actually, she if she's into astrology, probably. she's a metaphysicist. Right. That's, no. Well, she didn't say she was into astrology. Not necessarily. Every beginning, beginning is, is a time. Is a time and, uh, God, every beginning is of time and every limit of extent. Of extension, no, it was no, it didn't have extension that's in it. That's in too long. Spare. Of a word. Gobbledygook. What does that mean? I don't know. So I mean, Jason Statham is an English actor and film producer. Oh, See, I told as the you. Anti-hero he is known. Yeah, for you said he was Australian. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gaslighting me right now on the pod? Run it back. It's an English man. <laughs> a little bit further in space. Um, oh, not that is since this is a Hippolyta like female-driven episode. Is Anita the captain of the ship nope. today? Because I'm like, I'm feeling lost. We're, we're not quite there yet. She's, yeah, okay, she's trying to find a quote. They don't like me. And keeps I'm a finding the wrong quote. Well, who's saying that? Anyways, there's coordinates on the, yes. the, um, uh, the sphere that opens up and displays a key for her to reach into. There's coordinates. So that's when she uh-huh. um, realizes that she needs to be an adventurer. Leading her to an observatory outside yes. of Kansas City, Missouri. I think so. Let's 
Yeah. Or was it just the state of Kansas? No, I think it was Kansas City because isn't that where the riots took place or the uh, what you call it? Was it the, uh, well, there was. I remember riots. Oh, like the the freak, the recent ones. No, 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 like, no, like no, no. Back in the the war, the pre Civil War. Pre Civil. Yeah, there was a war. There was like a Kansas City. Oh, oh there's a. Well, I have no idea. That's where they decided what kind of barbecue that they were gonna <laughs> pursue. I like, that. we're gonna go with that's the Chiefs. A, that's a fair question, yeah. to be honest. Um, She's so, so okay. happy and at okay. peace with this whole worry so, yeah, thing. She, like, she, she's, she's like, finds, wow. she, which yes, she finds a key and it says. The key doesn't say anything. Sorry, the the stand for the key says. Every beginning is in time and every limit of extension in space. So there's an extension. So there is an extension. It's on the second line, but you said it a little bit earlier than I thought you did. What's that bow tie right in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> That's also a good question. It's a Tootsie Roll, damn it. Uh, 39.805 499. So when, when she, when throughout the episode, she was floating around and dropping off like Bill and Ted, but. Um, That's what my DMT experience was like. It was crazy, wasn't mm-hmm. it? I got something to talk to you about afterwards. That's but anyway, so cool. um, okay. They kept sorry. They kept displaying the coordinates. So was it like she was getting closer, or it was where she but was going? Every beginning is in time, meaning that although it's the start of time, it is included, and every limit it's of like extension is space. So even at the boundaries of all that Whoa. exists, you are still a part of it. Whoa. Um, oh, you guys ever read uh, Slaughterhouse-Five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah Kurt I mean, Vonnegut? Yeah, Kurt Vonnegut is pretty much the whole plot of yeah. that, where you know, no one ever really dies. So H.P. Vonnegut? You can well, gotta, yeah. H.P. Vonnegut. We also get to see exactly what we Because you, you exist in the, the second I, and every I moment. Went, don't you guys like owe me money or something? For yeah. what? Because I knew they were in the basement, half dead. Yeah, like, wasn't it like a $50 Yeah, but the then, you lo- <laughs> then you lost on the, the relapse bet. So it like, <laughs> nullifies out. I, I did make if promises, If you had lasted a little I? longer, man. <laughs> so the, the movie starts, uh, the show, the episode starts out where um, Lady H, you know, she was kind of ticked off that she figured out that the, the boys went to um, uh, Devon County. What was it? Uh, Larkham? Darkham? Larkham? Ardham. 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 Was it our, no, it was our, yeah. So she she Not was like, I'm going to go check this shit out myself. So she went and she found the rubble. And she found, what did she find there? Uh, in the hotel, she brought she brought the orrery. No, she, she found, well, yeah, she did. But she found a section of the travel comic mm-hmm. Diana made for George before he okay. left there. And then she also found a plaque um, that was a symbol of the Order of Ancient... Don. Don. Ugh, gross. Okay. Um, <laughs> Don Knotts. Um, and so. <laughs> the Order when, of Ancient Don yeah, Knotts. When she went back to the motel and just felt like messing with the orrery, um, she couldn't figure it out, threw it off her bed. Um, Passed out, woke up. And then realized that it was on its side. She saw that symbol and thought, oh my gosh, this is connected to that place where George supposedly died mm-hmm. by getting shot by a sheriff. Because that's not a song or anything. Yeah. Um, it's not a song. I got the lyrics wrong in my head. I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but I didn't shoot the deputy. Or but I didn't shoot the deputy. Anyway. Um, 
and she realizes that not only is it connected to George's death, but it's tilted on its side, and she realizes the thing she was missing all that time was she didn't have Jupiter and Saturn on their axes, axes, Mm -hmm. even though none of the other planets were tilted, and they're not constantly at that same angle of tilt in their orbit, but we're not judging. Um, But... I mean, giving the benefit of the doubt, maybe it was a certain time and place, and maybe she did have some astrological background, which would have helped her understand exactly the positions of those two planets. No. Astrological. Ast- I, I'm talking about the astrology part of it. Astrology being understanding the, 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 the positions of those something planets. that can't even qualify as a pseudoscience. No, I think it's just an an allegory. I would like one person who studies astrology to tell me the exact tilt of Jupiter right now. I'm just saying people out there study that right now. What if you're right? No, (laughs) it's probably going to be between. I got the the update this morning. Push notifications. But I think this whole worry business, it's an allegory of the female orgasm. And Hippolyta... Lady H. Lady H had been unfulfilled in her marriage with George, which is why she wanted to go back and mm-hmm. and correct him and teach him, like, hey, you never let me finish because you always just finish first. But she was like, and he and he's like, Sammy. They look like I they mean, had a plenty good I mean, relationship. Hippolyta or uh, what's her name? It, it is Hippolyta. No, no, Wait, who is no. Uh, Sammy is Montrose. Right, Montrose. That's what we're talking about, right? No. No, George. Oh, what's George. Like George, yeah. Yeah, the so one who Lady H couldn't satisfy. Yeah. yeah, George okay. couldn't satisfy Lady yeah. H. That's Where my. Did you get that's my. Absolutely. That's my theory. We, we do have to remember that, that okay. George not only <laughs> was with his wife, but also. This was about the oppressive place of being a woman that's required to be the wife and mother and stay at home while the men are out there living their lives. The future is female ejaculation. That's my point. I'm just saying that George was getting two women off, if you remember. Gushers? Maybe. You're right, he was. You know, George got really lucky. I noticed that too because it seemed like he loved twice. Like, he really seemed like he loved Hippolyta, but he also loved his wife or his brother's wife. Brother's wife. Mm-hmm. Also. What, what, what so. is his name? Who? Montrose? Thank you. Oh my gosh. Mm. I do not remember. Mm. It's okay. And when um, you. We all struggled with that at the beginning. When you try to explain to someone that, yeah, I can have just as much love for you for another person in this relationship it never goes well you know what i mean i'm like i can love up to four to five women and maybe a couple men at the same time like it's only four (laughs) that's my that's what i've gotten up to so obviously being Mormon also yeah. gives people the idea of being Mormon. You know I mean? I'm like, just, well, not, not it's just, anymore. It's just like, just get baptized and let's do this. Let's do this forever. Did they believe in polygamy? Not, At one point. Not legally. At one point. But they still do it in like Utah and stuff. Not Splinter legally. Mexico. Splinter sex. Isn't it Mexico where all the polygamists moved to? That's what they did back in the day, but there's even those Mexican just came ones, back. they're still not affiliated with it. Yeah. So the Jupiter tilt is the same as Venus. It's three degrees. It's just everything aura related just sounds sexual to me, like a sexual position. 
the Jupiter tilts. You got to f- I mean, find all these angles. Sex. You got to find that right it's angle. All, yeah. You got to find the right angle oh. to unlock it. That's why I thought it was an allegory for it's the ejaculation. Mind in the gutter. It's okay. <laughs> we understand. I just we're, think it's we're still in the first three minutes of the episode. I think. Well, it's you guys so, missed the part. Like, so okay, then it jumped to the scene where Ruby is confronting Miss Christine about her acting out and finally, you know, showing her true self mm-hmm. as, um, you know, putting on William's skin. And then they go down to the basement of the uh, North, what, what do they call that? The, uh, the North, up, North, 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 North Side House. And uh, she gets to see <laughs> laying on two beds being pumped. Um, the body of William yeah, they're and being the body given of a potion and then she's also taking their blood right um, so basically they're partially alive they're they're just not f- f- yeah. intellectually functional they're dead and she's keeping their hearts pumping, pumping blood. blood okay because she needs their blood in order to Make become the them in the Wait, potion. Yes. Because it was originally William's potion. potion, his his idea, mm-hmm. uh, but he was never able to finish it. She was. Christine uh, has just been brilliant. Yeah. yeah, and she's she just taking she over. seduced him, even though she didn't really have right. feelings for him. I suppose to, to teach him. her magic. Right. Um, he taught her so much, and then she realized that she was being limited by the men in her life to try and. and prove that she was better than them or one of them and then she realized that she never needed to be one of them better yeah she could be yeah so much more so she perfected william's potion or her his spell as she said um to become him after he was almost or he was successfully killed by the police captain or the sergeant or whatever and a lot of this too it's the the expression of being afraid of the power of the feminine there's a lot of that going on too this fear of, of losing the masculine control. And we're seeing how the masculine control is very damaging. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, con- confrontational and aggressive, and it doesn't really get the best solutions to every situation. And uh, Ruby really plans to move out. She's kind of mad that Christina would sleep with her as William, and Christina says something about how those words may have come from his mouth but i said them meaning yeah. that the feelings the that she expressed she may have had honest might have been something serious yeah um, but i mean she she is a manipulator and she does have to play to get it so whatever mm-hmm. but then we also get uh, to um the, that i am so terrible with names um Bontrose? At, no atticus's dream about hannah running oh. through the burning house we see him live it again and then right after that we see oh my letitia thank you letitia having the same dream dream with as pregnant belly pregnant belly which is where the fire starts which she omits in the conversation with him because she don't want to tell him she thinks she's pregnant Mm -hmm. and she is pregnant she got baby daddy what what um something wrong we're just gonna keep going okay uh, <laughs> um and so yes she wakes up she's talking uh talking to tick telling him that she's had the dream she lies about being pregnant she just says that um she had it and whatever um and it makes you wonder if because she is pregnant with his baby and is now connecting to his bloodline uh, that is why she's thing. having the dream yeah because christine asks or tells that's what that's what threw me earlier. I didn't when I watched it last night. I didn't catch that part, but 
Christine tells Ruby, your family and the book is and the book mm-hmm. are the connection. Mm-hmm. And we were I was just like, well, how is Ruby connected? And yes, that's mm-hmm. so. Where but you, we we think that maybe because Letty is now pregnant, Atticus's family and her and Ruby's family are now joined together. OK, but it is also possible that somewhere in the last hundred years of they've connected through previously yeah, where maybe um Atticus's ancestors passed the book along to someone in Ruby's family because at some Ruby point in Letty time. and their brother all have different fathers right isn't it all three of them that yes, have different because fathers her mama was a playa yeah. that's her uh, 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 what'd she say is that what it is Devin I'm texting. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I think he, he missed the it first was few like minutes. That. Yeah, you guys were going in. Sounds like, let me just no, sit, in, sit back. It sounded like, I mean, because it was the same person, right? It was, it was the same yeah, mom, I I, but I think right. it might have been different dads because her, Letty is incredibly light-skinned. Ru- yeah, in Ruby. Letty's got to be um, white. I think Letty uh, is white. not white. Yeah. She's an alien. That's possible too. I'm, it'd be crazy. She's, to, she's probably a Braithwaite or something. And that's one of the things about this episode that was really interesting. So they could be cousins. Like, um, I mean, they're gonna have an inbred baby. If you guys are familiar with, it might um, come out to be a fucking one of those. Um, what were those vampire beasts called in the beginning of the movie? Like she's been impregnated by Shoguts. She had the Shoguts. Whatever. I don't know. Shabit. Um, there's um, a philosopher. Is he a philosopher? He's technically Socrates? a philosopher. No. Um, <laughs> I forgot what he did in his regular life. He was a writer, a uh, British um Who are you talking author. about? It's like, I don't remember his, I'm terrible with names, you know this, but he had three laws. They're not really laws. They're more philosophical concepts. But his third one is, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And that's one of the interesting things about H.P. Lovecraft is because all of his stories draw from the fantastical and sci-fi. And so when they made this show, there was so much to pull from. And yet it's almost as if you can say that we know that Titus's experience with Eden, that was definitely something supernatural, something magical. But the things that Epstein was doing, the thing that um, Christina is doing with the potion, all of those things could be just advanced technologies, chemistry, all of those things. And this is the first time that we see some piece of technology creating a supernatural effect of blasting a portal in the middle of space mm -hmm. and then sending her to a pocket universe where the rules of of, um, uh, space-time don't really apply. Well, yeah, then then we get to Letty and Tick walking up into Montrose's apartment and lo and behold, we find Sammy... Cooking up some bacon. Right. Which Sammy coming out to crib. Yeah, your point lovers earlier, quarrel. Your point earlier about um, attacks on any mm-hmm. kind of feminist presentation of a strong womanhood. It's almost counterplayed right. with Sammy trying to be a, a nurturing um, femme, femme character version of and the room, yeah. Montrose immediately going against it, trying to butt heads because he wants to push him away, not being accepting of that. Um, he's not accepting his his gayness. His, it's killing him that he's gay and he just can't deal. So that's really a struggle. Yeah, but like Montrose's but, fear of not being perceived as masculine, and and how toxic it is not only to men or to women, but also to men and then gay men yes. upon themselves. So it's a whole thing. 
Yeah. Um, a lot of psychology and this. So yeah. These relationships are very, um, there's, there's a lot of dynamics. I mean, since the beginning, it's been a lot of relationship dynamics. Mm-hmm. I'm wait. I'm it's double Dutch, you know. I'm just like I'm waiting for my yeah. spot. So, how did you feel about you oh, know when? Oh wait, there's Ruby. Yes, this is this is the. Ruby. She's something else. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> like that that shot right there. She's just sitting in the window. It's an aesthetic right there. Mm-hmm. She's so pretty. And she knows all about it. She knows all about you, Letty. I know all about you, Letty. I'm just gonna chill. In the window. I wonder if that's why she's being a little bit more understanding because now she's realizing there might be more going on than because of yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know if Christina told her everything. I know that she told her that you're important and you have connections to this magical world. But but she's putting the pieces together. That's possible. Yeah, I'm waiting. I think next episode they're probably gonna finally. Oh, the next episode's gonna be good. But that's when we find out about Tick traveling to St. Louis to see some relative of his mother to try to find out what the hell mm-hmm. is going on, yeah. why they're having the same dream of Hannah now. Yeah, after um, Montrose was found out being with Sammy by Letty and Tick, he tells Letty what she needs to know about family that he tracked down of Tick's mom. Um, and then we found out that he beat Tick trying to tell him that he wanted him to, to be tough. To not, right. not be soft, and he's realizing now that... Uh, he's projecting yeah. all of that anger and hate of his self onto his son. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they plan their trip to St. Louis. Not St. Louis. Um, yeah, St. Louis, Missouri. You gonna, I'm struggling. You gonna bust out some more of that cocaine? I could use some. <laughs> Actually, I could too. Yeah, I haven't slept well in the last yeah, couple. Yeah. You guys could use some, some boosting. Yeah, I'm easily distracted <laughs> with the show in the background. Like I'm Isn't listening to nice? y'all talk, and so I'm just like, well, this is it. great. Like this is really cool because um, well, now we see, you know, Hippolyta in her car. She's mm-hmm. doing her thing. She doesn't hit the road. She's yeah. going to finally figure out this mystery. Free. Yes, her sense of freedom. She left her daughter. She took off in the car. She told them where they could take their bullshit because she wasn't going to put up with them. And she was going. No one was her boss. Mm-hmm. So she really. Um, she really did her thing. Mm-hmm. And then while Tick is visiting with his mom's parent or ancestor's Cousin friend, or it's a friend. They met in That's church. Right, yeah. um, they they w- went to the same church because black people were indoctrinated with a religion that wasn't their own that taught white people to oppress them. And then they decided to use it to form communities that were stronger than anything. It turns out they're not stronger than anything. Not important. Um <laughs> So, yes, uh, his ancestor died, her husband died, this woman's husband died, and she he's visiting her now to try and find out where the book is. Um, and she has and he's a photo. And she keeps offering more macaroni I and cheese, know. and I want some. Um, Damn! And then the photo album, <laughs> he finds a picture of Esther, I think her name was. Esther? Was it Esther? Yeah, I think so. Awesome, thank you. Um <laughs> <laughs> That um, mac and cheese on the and brain. She has a, a birthmark on her arm of an L-shape, sort of. Yeah. Um, and he, he realizes that he has the same birthmark on his back. How awkward to be taking your shirt off in someone's house and have them walk <laughs> back in the room like, oh, my God. Uh, the call's for you. 
Yeah, um, you what you doing? But on it, it kind of makes you wonder. Hey, I'm if, a little too old for you, baby. But okay, what? <laughs> um, if maybe this mark is caused by the magic in their bloodline, or if it's just something genetic that they all carry in a different place. So, yeah. Who, so, who calls him again? Letty. It was was Letty. it Letty? It was Letty. How the hell did she get that lady's phone number? Did she already have it? I, I think that, that yeah, was they, really they had to call ahead to, okay. to know to how to, yeah, 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 otherwise you just show up at someone's house like, hey, I'm from three states away. You knew my grandmama. Can I have dinner with you? Right. Like, it's a little bit weird, even for the 1960s. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, they, they definitely call ahead to, to check with her to make sure she even had anything or could tell them anything about her. Um, but why did she call him? What was... To say Hippolyta had that ori. And she, yeah, she so cracked like, oh, it open. She's not going on a guy trip. She's. And yeah. so he needed up to go to after something. her to, to help to make sure she didn't get into too much trouble. Mm-hmm. Right. Which that went well. Right. I'm so glad to see Letty and Ruby like working out their issue because they're both like they, they complement each other mm. as sisters. So it's it's nice to see them back together again kicking it so much heartfelt moments and and, uh, ruby tries to offer her some of that pasta sauce and it has too much garlic in it garlic Mm -hmm. and it immediately makes her mm -hmm. yeah she pregnant so you think she's pregnant yeah oh yeah or you think she's a vampire well, that was well, the other. I never did see too. her in the mirror, so the, uh, actually we had seen her. She, she was a lot of times. Was like yeah. in the bathroom when he walked up. Mm-mm. That was before she transitioned. Was that yeah? Because now, I mean, she was just talking the tick, talking about like, man, I don't really dig this sleeping upside down stuff. Oh yeah, that did, right, that yeah. all did happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But we just saw They're her. talking about Woody? We, we just saw her in a mirror just, just now. Oh. <laughs> well, it's established that Tick doesn't pull out. Like, it his makes, whole tour yes. of Korea, he it, yeah. did that's, not that's practice his thing. They didn't have those kind of safe sex practices like that Oh, yeah, that then. was that was when abstinence first was still... Yeah, that's when people thing. were still virgins mm. until marriage. Well, mm. obviously not in this <laughs> case, but, yeah, I mean, that, the, yeah, the regular... Works idea was uh, now I see what you guys are talking about with that scar because Hippolyta has it on her breast <gasps> she, oh my she, gosh so you're right when we saw her in the room she has so it on yes, her breast when she were you guys lying, not looking at I didn't her breast know, I didn't know if that was, was the same thing though when she was yeah. lying down it was like a long yeah it's like right on scar. her yeah, it's like on her little yeah but it's not the same scar but when she got same. up it wasn't there did it just fall off? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it I... looked like it was totally a scarlet. Like Maybe it was just like a bubblegum wrapper or something. Yeah, a bubblegum wrapper on her tit. <laughs> From when she was in laying the in the hotel just now. No, no. Once she's been taken to um, the alternate reality. The alien. Yeah. But there was like an actual like cut scar yeah. on her chest, and then it was just gone. Really? Yes. We will see this yeah, in a little the, bit. Yeah, the angle from the side. When yeah, she's that wasn't her nipple. Table. That was a scar. Uh, well, they like, did show nipple though. Oh yeah. So, but, but from, I know from what like, you're saying. Yeah, yeah that it one was, quick it was angle. Weird. We're gonna we're gonna see this again. Um, that sounds weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're looking for Hippolyta's nipples right now. Yeah. Mm, um, so this observatory is a little bit weird because that's not a proper telescope. Yeah, that was kind of what that threw me mm. off too. Like she goes in this place. What do you think? Like that's some I weird. Just, I feel, mm. I still feel like it's quantum leapish. 
it, it yeah. leans towards that like yeah. um where she's using calculations about how our solar system was designed to create some wormhole into an alternate dimension yeah. i just love her choices i'm like the best time to investigate is of course the night time we, we already know about so sundown good, counties good for that, good well it's for because her. there's people yeah. there during the day working yeah is well, there? This no, because the police officer said that they it was their job to check on it and make sure that nothing was happening. Because they knew that this thing existed. Mm-hmm. They, because they, obviously they, this they've Captain all been trying Lancaster to figure out how to get this on to it. work. That's why Christine wanted the orrery. When when does Scott Bakula show up? <laughs> so is this <laughs> could this possibly be another method of them getting to the Garden of Eden? It did show a lot of places as it kept flickering through different dimensions. Yeah. Some of them look like paradise. Most so, of them were definitely not Earth. Or does it have... Um, well, it, we can only film Earth, so they have to be Earth, but they were not meant to represent It's like one of those Earth. things where you're like, come on, big money whammy, stop. Yeah, Yay. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this was my favorite part, like yeah, watching her, her... Them representing her brilliance and then how hidden it's been for literally the first six episodes and that's why i think why she took that moment later what we see with george to say hey man like you made me small you i was such a i'm great look at my greatness look at my abilities and i had I, to hide that from the I world am so great that i solved an alien puzzle traveled to a different dimension got mm-hmm. offered a role of eternal life and power exactly among this these people who are just like me she's a true hippolyta mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so we, we know for a fact that if it were not for the two police officers coming to find her, she probably would have purchased the universe from God and taken okay. control of everything. Like, there's there's no telling what exactly would have happened. And this <laughs> this machine is kind of set up like an atom. Like, it has, like, this nucleus with all these different rings around it. Mm-hmm. Of, so I wonder if what kind of solar system that was supposed to be or... I mean, I don't know. she kept calculating it like it was ours. Like, she seemed so certain of the, the, the numbers. and So it is just some sort of parallel universal thing. And, and here comes Tick. Coming to rescue her. And she tries to, to help and ends up shooting through the machine. And the officer smashes her against it and starts breaking it down. And so everything's going haywire, which almost seems to be the way it was meant to be. As if, like, what exactly would she have done had she solved the machine undisturbed? It's it's hard to say because there, there's everything is so like perfectly timed. The things they find, the, how things work out. It's almost like there's some universal force that's continuing yeah. to guide them constantly. It's called the fourth wall, fourth and they wall. they broke it once Tick escaped from his own little adventure oh. through the portal, which we never Dying. get to see because the book he's holding in his hands is. Lovecraft Country, which is weird. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah, That was that kind of threw me off too. Yeah, it almost seemed like how did the love and it had a different name on it. It wasn't the author that wrote it. It was someone else's name. Was it not? Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. um, What's his name? Matt. Matt. Yeah, it was someone else. I wonder if we should look into that. Mm -hmm. Or was. Was there an original Lovecraft Country book that we don't know about? I don't think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is not my job. 
So yeah, I'm this crazy fascinated by that. I don't understand. It looks like s- that was a weird looking space alien. It's it's almost house. It looks like, fuck is that? It looks less like um, a ship and more like a brain. Yeah. It looks like a consciousness. It's wow, or- I'm struggling or- with words. Some sort of organic matter, Devin. With. It what looks it like look a like? sci-fi ship. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> look, there's the scar on the tit. Yeah. So it's all across the top of her left breast. And then when she finally faces the camera, there is nothing there. I wonder. Yeah. You don't see it right now. Oh, yeah, it oh, is there right it is. there. Yeah, I remember seeing it there. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a. But that looks like something that's already on her. Like, that might be something she's actually dealt with. Well, it doesn't have to oh, be on it, the it same spot. Waxy, like a mastectomy but, yeah. or something that she had? I don't know. That well, might be her uh, own scar. Mastectomy scars are well hidden by plastic surgeons. No way. You wouldn't tell yeah. me someone I have you, breasts? You, I wouldn't know. You would not, Thanks. You would not <laughs> see that waxy kind of layered on scar. That's definitely makeup. Okay. You really want to know? No, I don't know. I'm no. just saying. We, well, we you pulled out your phone to see if you were going to look it up. I was like, please ask Google if no, whatever this actress's name 30 is. 30 years ago, mastectomies weren't all perfect and everything. They had issues. But that's a, so I don't know. Whatever. Okay. I don't know. Okay, we don't know. so can we, can we talk about Diana Ross? Oh, the Afro. Oh, my. That's like the queen of all Afros. Because like that is a beautiful creation right there. Yeah, like, it that is. It's, it's almost... That's so weird. Um, but, yeah, this almost flat front and back, but, like, amazingly arched. But it also covers part of her face, like her cheeks and all of that. Yeah. It, it kind of cuts angles. Um, and then she looks a lot like um, the woman who is training Hippolyta. It's a, it is the same person. I, I thought so. So I wonder if the scars on her face in that scene are real, and they use the hair to partially cover them for the purpose of this scene. Hmm. They didn't look all that similar to me. I'm shocked. I thought it was a whole two separate people. Well, no, no, no. There's two. There's there are two. There's um, the lady with the afro, and, and then there's the, a lady in the Roman like the Amazonian. Yeah, the, that mm-hmm. with the helmets and stuff. Yeah. And then there was another lady that she went to, in another place. But it was that same lady, that was with the afro. Oh yeah, where she's asking them. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, think it yeah. was after she went to go s- dance with Josephine or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. And the rule of three is present um, with how because they could have had her label herself with any number of things, but they chose um, her dream, her personal identity um, with her name, um, and and the struggle that she feels, um, and then her role in her real life as George's wife, which clearly she doesn't want to be known as George's wife. And that she is realizes that she doesn't want to be known mm-hmm. as George's wife. Um, but yeah, so first scene, uh, wanting to yeah, dance in Paris with Josephine. Last name, I do not remember. One mm-hmm. of the most famous burlesque women. Thank you. She, well, well, yeah, that's another part. Josephine Baker was very prominent in, in her, mm-hmm. her 
whole show here about her. She that was her favorite singer. Hippolyta. Yeah. Mm. Um, and she and wanting to her. to meet her star to be a part of that world. Mm-hmm. That that it was a combination of like a little girl's fantasy about what her life could be, but also. Um, a mature woman's image of an idol, someone that she genuinely looked up to for um, a female empowerment. Too. Yeah, woman that speaks multiple languages, entertaining, strong. Yeah, I was trying to. I had. Um, wow. So yeah, she, um, the Diana Ross, super fro alien ship goddess mother speaks some power into her and lets her know that she's not in a prison um you know the prison is is what we create in our minds you're free you you've always been free you just got to claim your freedom speak what you are what you want to be so um you know she's empowered and finally she realizes what she needs to do and she's like okay well i want to be on stage with josephine baker and here she is Mm -hmm. And, uh, she realized that all the way yeah that's not that's not real that has to be something that's going to be just speculation for people who haven't read the book and then it'll be you know uncovered literally mm-hmm. at some point and brought to the forefront like what is that fucking scar on your tip baby girl i'm trying yeah. to get down on you and uh oh, and we got something going on you know, because they're making it obvious. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. So at first people were like, what is going on there? And then, you know, so there's there's something definitely. <clears throat> they're just doing the Charleston and <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 their tatas um, all hanging out. Topless. Mm-hmm. Nothing um, wrong with that. But Empowering. Yeah, this, this How much do you think a show like that would cost? Now? About 50 cents. Back then. About fifty cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I don't know. It'd be more than that. That's 50, getting, fifty yeah. rupees. They're getting naked. That, that's that about, was a that's very. That's about what they're worth. I mean, fifty. Burlesque was a relatively high class event. Yeah, yeah, that was where the rich guys went. This wasn't so, something that was trashy. Like, what's two, what's French money? Maybe like four or five dollars. What was French money called? Francs. Yeah. Was it well, francs? Not always. No, they're European now. They they're they are in, they in this it. time period. Based, yeah. The euros, the francs. It was the francs. I think <laughs> it could was. have been uh, the crones. The f- the oh. I always thought that French. rupees sounded like a better French word than it was the um, South Asian form of money. Yeah, I no longer have anything like serious to contribute, really. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> what bullshit can I throw in? Oh, what what money did they? Well, it's just kind of falling apart a little bit. It's like, yeah. yeah. With three episodes to go, I'm like, I don't really care to speculate anymore. I just want to let it. Ride it out. Yeah. It's, I mean. But we've been on point. Like, everybody's done, like, really well. Like, they called it about the people being in the basement. You know, uh, Sammy and George uh, Montrose's relationship. I mean, it's, they didn't make it too hard to follow. Wherever they're, they're, they're in Paris. Because Paris, yeah, they're in Paris right yeah. now. Mm. Desegregated. That was always a so haven you, for black creatives. I, yeah, I wonder if they the James Baldwin went to Paris. Jimi Hendrix. 
1951, Frank uh, Richard was Wright. Richard Wright went? The guy who wrote Black Boy and Native Son. What about the Wright brothers? They did. They did by that time. <laughs> I don't even they know if that's true. Out. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, was the, Wright, the Wright brothers were black. You're know. right. I'm curious. <laughs> they might have been there. Because they show a different set of coordinates for every performance that they yeah. do. So I wonder if it's maybe different cities that they're in. And they all look to be in the same section, like east to west uh, in the European area, and just going to different cities to the north and south of France. But um, I think if I were I'm a woman, curious. I would look like the actress who played Josephine Baker. She's hot. In this show. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm hot, too. You are. You guys kind of look alike. We have look like, I think I, like like we you, have the same if, shape. If you, you dressed in drag, you would cheeks, totally yeah. go yeah, that way. Yeah, that's exactly. That's how I would. Yeah. I'm, I'm very femme, too. Oh, see? It would work out. So it would work, yeah. Maybe we should do a Josephine Baker show. We should do it, yeah. Can I go topless on stage with you? When I was if a, you're comfortable. When I was in high school, like that. we had to do a day where we all... Some, Did the Charleston naked? No, <laughs> you had like to a, do it. A, a time setting related kind of project. I think yeah. it was based on like we were doing fences, and so somehow we all got responsible for like presenting some pop culture person at the time. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, at at the time, uh, a classmate of mine uh, was Josephine Baker, and she presented the banana dress. Oh, which mm-hmm. yeah. That was interesting. She didn't mm-hmm. wear it, of course, um, but she made one and she brought it in a class, and that was pretty great. Was um, it nice? Did she do a was, good job? It was reasonable, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, she's definitely um, intrigued and and just smitten with Josephine Baker as a as a mentor, as a mm-hmm. woman to look up to. Just for the strength she possesses, yeah. or like yeah. her and sexuality. All of it. She's yeah. very, she's very uh, real. She's yeah. a real woman, and that represents what a real woman is. Is what, mm-hmm. and that Hippolyta really is like. Okay, she's learning. And I think of all the ways that she could have started this journey of self-discovery, this had to be the first one. Right. This is the only one that was going to break her out of the the shell, the the pattern of of shrinking. seeing the freedom of women. You know, and this is an extreme, obviously, version of, you know, being a burlesque dancer, being sexually um, free, you know, not being afraid to be nude and, and to be entertaining, but still be, um, you've done and it with taste, with, with, with you know, what respect. Was, what was Josephine's quote about? I feel like a star, not Hollywood. like a Hollywood fame. But like one in the sky, it's so yeah. bright and, and glowing or whatever, and ancient, but already snuffed out. But already, yeah. Um, Which was very, that's kind of powerful mm-hmm. to think about yeah. it that way. It's like, wow, you know, yeah. And then she morphs to this Hippolyta warrior goddess mm-hmm. that's getting trained. So these are like these subconscious... Um, archetypes that she's kind of working through the archetypes. Okay, let me get archetypes. Thank you. Archie. Whatever, it's Archie. Those Italians and their archetypes. I got some more of these for (laughs) (laughs) y'all. She flips us the double bird. (laughs) (laughs) I've been working it all um, day. Hippolyta gets beat down several 
dozen uh, times by her uh, trainer uh, of these these warrior group of, of women. Um, who now, are these actually like the Amazons, or this is this supposed to be kind of? No, it's it's representative yeah. of. Yeah, the, I mean, the it's all symbolic. So Amazons are Mediterranean. These are more African. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like the Dahomey. But Who knows? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't There's remember exactly what she was saying, but um, it was like they they tell us that it's you know, no, well, those were what well, anyway. So the, the what she got from this section was they tell us that we're too violent that. Um, fighting back is is wrong. All of those things of, of feeling your own strength and being angry at the world for all the things that they've done wrong to you or that you see are done wrong. Um, I want to know where those coordinates are. Like, anyway, yeah, I should have memorized the map and tried to. Anyway, um, but yeah, they're working through all these. And and I wonder if this gives her a skill set that she carries with her. If now she is the badass of the crew and can wield a sword, because that would be pretty epic for episode seven. Yeah. Christine looks at her funny. She's like, I'm not putting up with you. Right. I'm going to take you out with my sword. Biatch. Um, Get on your knees. But uh, I'm curious as to what exactly this was, if this was her initiation ceremony into leading this group, becoming captain. Um, or if she was just... Just to be a leader in general, to feel her own... Well, you already said it. Like, you know, that this is her recognizing her power. So... Was this all in one day, you think? You, it seems you, like the, it would yeah. be hard You beat to someone the, that has never been defeated. didn't change, but... In one day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, the time lapse is crazy mm-hmm. because we don't know how much time was lost outside of this. Well, for these phases of her what she's going through here in this parallel you mean between universe. the real world and this parallel world? yeah like she's it just seemed instant yeah it way. seems like she's going through days and days of training but outside in the real world it's like and so we then see this battlefield where there are maybe 20 women um in armor and swords facing off of thousands of civil war soldiers civil war as they look confederate confederate soldiers. yeah i thought it was more blue but yeah they're definitely um, but it's just it was just yeah this is what i think we were talking about earlier yeah. wasn't it like where they have all kinds just... of weapons swords guns with bayonets and things and it seems as if there's a no organization on the male side like they're totally getting slaughtered there were right. no firing lines or anything like that which we developed that strategy in war so this was ago. her this was her way of fighting back against mm-hmm. people who kept slaves mm-hmm. in this strange enactment of yeah these soldiers she's fulfilling she's fulfilling that desire to kill white people she says she gets so mad yes. sometimes and she just wants to kill some white people that's really hard to hear too you know, yeah that people feel like that yeah no. There's yeah, it's so crazy. Well, but check I mean, out the blood all over yeah. the helmet. The, it's it's not too unusual annoying. to feel like after everything, repeatedly putting me down for any whatever, I just want to take it back. Yes. However, I need to. I want to take back the the power, the 
the drive, the the feeling of being whole and worth something again. Right. Um, and that's Which is, that and rightly so. Like, a, no yeah. person should ever be treated less than somebody else, regardless of and, any um, of that, what they look like or anything. And so, like, the first one kind of just was like her journey as a woman and a sexual being and this one is definitely about her role as a woman and as a warrior but also as a black person right um and so they they didn't just have it i mean they're all aspects of her and they needed to talk about each one in its own way right um yeah this is this is her moment where she truly really embraced She's standing there, and here comes a bunch of uh, zombies running up behind her. Yeah. Yeah. She leads (gasps) right when they need her most. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're going to be fine. I I mean, definitely not. Clank, clank. And there's there's nothing in the reflection. She morphs, whatever it's called. I was almost hoping that they would have done some camera work with her eyes to show something in front of her, because that always adds like a second, you know, texture of the story. But. No, they just replay that. Wasn't the first scene? Not after Atticus's dream. Isn't this the first thing that we saw? At the beginning of the first series, um, first episode, yeah. They were in bed together. In this exact way. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's almost as if she's getting her second chance to tell him. Right. All the things that she never got to say. Uh, which this if this moment probably because yeah that was the last really good connecting moment they had when before things started jumping off so that would make sense to go back to that place where they had that that intimate connection and she tells him everything and so this is definitely playing on the idea that it's not real and otherwise he would have told her that she was crazy um but just getting the opportunity to tell him all the things that happened. She probably told him that he was dead just because she needed to and telling him about her adventures, traveling through all these different realities. Um, I wish he was still alive. And Yeah. Well, he is. I mean, he's, he's just an actor. I mean, you know, <laughs> the character himself. Oh. I miss the character. George? George brought something that was compassionate. Did, and did you guys not see the, the news this morning? No. George died. Oh my! The the actor that played him, yeah, he died. Die gone. Twenty twenty. Let's move. He on. probably was let's listening to our on. podcast. And was Are like, you serious? Are you talking? Of totally? course what, not. Was it, was it okay, COVID? I was like, wait a minute. That <laughs> was just it, broke my heart even more. Was it the Rona? It was, it was diabetes. It was like man, diabetes listed as listed as coronavirus. These assholes oh. on this damn podcast don't know what they're talking no, about not at all. Uh, as who cares? A, as a person who's been married, tell me about feeling. Uh, I've never how, been married. How she, I wasn't talking oh. to you. <laughs> 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 no. I've been married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me what feeling so, you so, uh, the Have you uh, been in Hippolyta's shoes feeling like you're being... Uh, I, I was happy being a wife. I was happy being a mom. But I was also an independent woman, and being married to Oscar, he wasn't the type of person that was ever going to squash me. Was he, he, a he wasn't a grouch. <laughs> no, he wasn't a grouch. But, uh, you never but felt he, as if he, 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 he wasn't he was, recognizing your but, dreams. But being a Puerto Rican man, he was already used to having powerful, strong women as leadership. You know, especially being the 
the the son of a, a military father where the mom had to hold it down. So, you know, she spent... Yeah. So is, there's definitely a cultural difference between uh, the Latin community and, and the way they how respect women and appreciate women and lift them up more and give them more. yeah there's definitely now that could change you know when you look into you know dysfunction or toxic relationships mm-hmm. in the Latin community the, I mean you're gonna see uh, the other things impact but. of uh, very conservative ca- uh, Catholic views and the impact that has on women and their mm-hmm. families um, I think that that plays a lot of role in, in how people behave too oh. is how they're raised in their religious beliefs but it was interesting listening to George talk after everything that she said he seemed so honest and connected but also like there was nothing behind him like it was like all the air had been sucked out of him he was stuttering. He was struggling to even find the words to, to tell But that is her. a key. Yes. That's that fear that men feel when they take from the women and they keep the woman down. And then they use her energy to thrive. Because that's really what a lot of men do. They take the power inadvertently. Obviously, they can't just take it. But they, yeah, it's an exchange of power. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I I don't know. I, I would... Okay, I, I... Yes. I would describe it as he doesn't have to worry about so much because it's now her job to worry about it. So he can just focus on all the things that he wants to do while she's staying home with Diana and she's staying home watching over the bookshop and making sure that the guys are getting out right. to who people who need them and helping with um, Atticus and Montrose whenever they or when Montrose is even there um, but, and uh, but women were just so incompetent you know they weren't able to do anything but stay at home and cook and make sure the kids were taken care of they, you know that's all, all of the energy like <laughs> plasma in this episode looks so delicious like the pink and blue yes. combinations like the tricks yogurt you guys mm. remember mm-hmm. the delicious tricks yogurt when we were children this, yeah and this reminds me of pikmin this? do you guys <laughs> ever play pikmin I was, I was on gamecube like, i was like 32 <laughs> yeah still enjoying the tricks well this is the <laughs> part where the person speaking is the poem or writing by uh sun Ra. Um, which is a jazz m- music- musician or composer, but he is a, um, this was kind of interesting because what they're talking about is being a myth, as black people being a myth. I'm trying oh, to yeah. remember well, what they were called. Read that out. Okay, so this is the part where it says, I'm not real, I'm just like you. You don't exist in this society. If you did, your people wouldn't be seeking equal rights. You're not real. If you were, you'd have some status among the nations of the world. So we're both myths. I do not come to you as a reality. I come to you as the myth, because that's what black people are, myths. I came from a dream that a black man dreamed a long time ago. I'm actually a presence sent to you by your ancestors. And this is, um, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty intense, but he's, um, into this sci-fi Sun Ra Stranger from the Sky. I was doing some reading about him and um, it's really his it's, I'm trying to find what they call this guy, what kind of 
click he's in space music he's really into the space realm mm -hmm. type stuff so and um one of the, the last things we see in this episode is uh, uh hippolyta's standing before this uh message carrier this um what words oh the the diana ross afro or queen oracle yes. uh, almost an yeah oracle. i would say an kind oracle like a, a, a messenger uh, or a gatekeeper just a spiritual guide mm. yeah um, I almost wanted to call her a goddess, but it's not really the vibe that she's supposed to be going she's for. She's a guide. Yeah. Um, and she's <clears throat> offering Hippolyta this uh, immortality almost in this realm where she can completely change her be being she wants. Um, into something a bit more robotic. Um, mm -hmm. But with this power of this alternate universe within her, um, offering the chance to stay. And she says, like, among all of these things, this being a, a woman, uh, a black woman, a fighter, um, mm -hmm. a wife, uh, the the what is what the is discoverer? She? Yeah. she's still a mother, and she's she not going to be a mother to leave all of that behind because her daughter needs someone to look up to, right? To follow her dreams as well, right? Um, and that's what us mothers do: we sacrifice our happiness and dreams for the survival of others. And her daughter went on to be Cardi B. Ooh, which yeah. is fun fact. I know. I mean, she, she's going to completely change the rap landscape to something forever worse. Um, what? Yeah, not a fan. Um, but we see Tick return. Oh, there it is. What's the name? Look, see, George Freeman. <gasps> oh, my It's goodness. the author. <laughs> Hello. Did you just so, see that? Yeah. Tick so, returns I saw through it. the portal with a copy of Lovecraft Country. It is a, a, I recognize the cover, so it is one that it was published under, but the name on it is George Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> As um, the author, which is crazy because... He did. He's, yeah. <laughs> so you're thinking that Tick went into a portal himself? Like he, I, he phased he, or he whatever? He was holding like, her oh, hand oh, when shit. she got vaporized into it. I think they almost summoned yeah, her. Yeah, but yeah, but that's we, what it looked like. We don't like. really see him, but he's almost why disappearing too with that last Why did he throw the dead cop second. through the portal? I thought that like, too. Like, why would you leave but the evidence? it wasn't really the right time, no time. and it, it closed right after him. He didn't really have a chance. It just wanted her. For the most part, so yeah. it's been calling her. That's why mm -hmm. from the beginning. Yeah. Um, wow. it, it was always about. So she's the important. Right person. Yes. In some sense, she's she's definitely. Um. So yeah, take take takes mm -hmm. it all apart, and hears the sirens coming. So he calls out to her, but she's lying on the floor unconscious and doesn't respond. So he tries to run away, and leaves her there. Wrong move. You have to put the dead cop's clothes on. That when when the other cops show up, they're like, yes. "Oh, oh, the what, what one, to you? the what one black." Did you paint your face cop. black? No, they'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing here without your partner?" The yeah. one black your, cop in Kansas in <laughs> 1960. <laughs> no, uh, the only color that matters for a cop is blue, sir. Uh, mm -mm, not at this point so in time. No. All I see is uh, blue, my yeah. blue boys. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Yes. I let, oh, I found so a weird at, at painting. At this point in time, black men couldn't even get jobs with white men, like in retail. Why do you? Why? But it would have been funny cops. though if he would have oh, like yeah. donned the the whole uniform yeah. and then went yeah. out there and been like, "Hey why, guys, why do you have a bloody gunshot in your on? chest? Right. Were you hit? Oh, oh man, huh. look, yeah, I'm a little sore right well, now." Well, this episode was 
directed by Charlotte Sealing. Another I forgot about email. you, JP. I forgot. Uh, she um, she <laughs> also back. directed uh, Happy Ending. Ooh. Why does that sound familiar? Um, Please read us the same. I, I haven't of... had a... That <laughs> doesn't sound familiar <laughs> to me at all. Happy Ending as in a show? Yeah, or a movie or something. I don't I know. I think it was a show. But next, I think the, um, the, next the, episode... the costume director had a blast with mm. this episode with mm. all the changes and stuff. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Was that what the thing you posted earlier on the Facebook page? Was that the makeup artist costume person? Did you I don't think I, that was me. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I did. Go to our Facebook was page and check fan? out that article that I posted. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it was the other. Oh. oh Call me, maybe. Yeah. So. Jeez oh, Louise. Next episode is going to be called. It's going to be Freeway to Hell. And Diana is going to be, I don't know, she's done a lot of screaming in that preview, so it's going to be intense. The next episode is called Jigaboo. Really? Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> yes. It's going to be scary. I yeah. think it's going to have some scary the, one stuff. One of the scenes just showed up. No, it's called Jigabobo. I was like, that's a brave two, joke, JP. No, it's called Jigabobo. I think the next episode is going to be called Jigaboo. <laughs> Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> JP, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. We're having fun. <laughs> Stay tuned. Maybe, maybe next week. I'll be here all week. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Peace oh out. wait, you wanna uh, wait wait you were Mormon? Hey Mormon. I mean you were Mormon. Yeah, check it out. Check it Show out, me man. shit Columbus is out there somewhere. You were you were Mormon? For sure, man. Isn't it hard I, to believe? It doesn't seem like it, right? No, you're just so liberally just yeah. awesome. Just yeah, it so laid seem back like and it. chill. Snorting coke but with us out here. Yeah, I mean come on. I mean everybody's gonna have their fun. Every every couple, you know. I mean, Devin's got the good when, shit. when you can get called crazy. an elder at 12 years old, I mean, by that time, if you haven't done coke, you're missing out. Don't do coke. Trust me, it's not good. Yeah, and no. even if you're not Mormon or never a Mormon, give it a listen. Why not? Learn something. Devin's awesome. This last episode, we talked about uh, masturbating on our missions. Not together. Oh. But you know. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, but Circle you can, jerk. You can visualize out. anything you want. Like, yeah, but, you know, come check it out and see. <laughs> That's uh, so what it was like to be Mormon. What's going on in Columbus, JP? Oh, no. That's, I have a podcast called Show Me Shit Columbus. Mm. And then there's not uh, shit, those guys. Literally. Yeah. We're not monkeys throwing it at each other. <laughs> Are there things to see in Columbus? Oh, my God. Yes. There's some cool corn statues in Dublin. It's we're a gonna, field of corn statues. We're going to give JP a little AA after this podcast. You've been listening to a Focal Point podcast for the Focal Point Cinema and Sound Company.